Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Exodus 4. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, we pray as we read this chapter we would see how silly our excuses are and not want to to make these excuses, but that we would want to just serve you and know that you made us. You can accomplish whatever you want through us. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Exodus 4. And Moses answered and said, And if they do not believe me and do not listen to my voice, but they say, Yahweh did not appear to you. And Yahweh said to him, What is this in your hand? And he said, A staff. And he said, Throw it onto the ground. And he threw it onto the ground, and it became a snake. And Moses fled from it. And Yahweh said to Moses, Reach out your hand and grasp it by its tail. And he reached out his hand and grabbed it, and it became a staff in his palm. So that they may believe that Yahweh, the God of their ancestors, appeared to you, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And Yahweh said to him again, Put your hand into the fold of your garment. And he put his hand into the fold of his garment, and he took it out And to his surprise, his hand was afflicted with a skin disease, like snow. And he said, Return your hand to the fold of your garment. And he returned his hand to the fold of his garment, and he took it out from the fold of his garment, and, to his surprise, it was restored like the rest of his body. And if they do not believe you, and they will not listen to the voice of the former sign, then they will believe the voice of the latter sign. And if they also do not believe the second of these signs, and they will not listen to your voice, then you must take water from the Nile and pour it onto the dry ground, and the water that you take from the Nile will become blood on the dry ground. And Moses said to Yahweh, Please, Lord, I am not a man of words, neither recently nor in the past, nor since you are speaking to your servant, because I am heavy of mouth and of tongue. And Yahweh said to him, Who gave a mouth to humankind? Or who makes mute or deaf or sighted or blind? Is it not I, Yahweh? So then go, and I myself will be with your mouth, and I will teach you what you must speak. And he said, Please, Lord, do send anyone else whom you wish to send. And Yahweh was angry with Moses and said, Is there not Aaron your brother the Levite? I know that he certainly can speak, and also there he is coming out to meet you, and when he sees you he will rejoice in his heart, and you will speak to him, and you will put words in his mouth, and I myself will be with your mouth and with his mouth, and I will teach you what you must do, and he will speak for you to the people, and then he will be to you as a mouth, and you will be to him as a god, and you must take this staff in your hand with which you will do the signs." And Moses went, and he returned to Jethro, his father-in-law, and he said to him, Please let me go, and let me return to my brothers who are in Egypt, and let me see whether they are yet alive. And Jethro said to Moses, Go in peace. And Yahweh said to Moses and Midian, Go, return to Egypt, because all the men have died who are seeking your life. And Moses took his wife and his sons, and had them ride on the donkey, And he returned to the land of Egypt, and Moses took the staff of God in his hand. And Yahweh said to Moses, When you go to return to Egypt, 
See all the wonders that I have put in your hand, and do them before Pharaoh. And I myself will harden his heart, and he will not release the people. And you must say to Pharaoh, Thus says Yahweh, Israel is my son, my firstborn. And I said to you, Release my son, and let him serve me. But you refuse to release him. Look, I am about to kill your son, your firstborn. And on the way, at the place of overnight lodging, Yahweh encountered him and sought to kill him. But Zipporah took a flint knife, and she cut off the foreskin of her son, and she touched his feet and said, Yes, you are a bridegroom of blood to me. And he left him alone. At that time she said, A bridegroom of blood, because of the circumcision. And Yahweh said to Aaron, Go to the desert to meet Moses. And he went and encountered him at the mountain of God and kissed him. And Moses told Aaron all the words of Yahweh who had sent him, and all the signs that he had commanded him. And Moses and Aaron went, and they gathered all the elders of the Israelites. And Aaron spoke all the words that Yahweh had spoken to Moses, and he did the signs before the eyes of the people. And the people believed, and they heard that Yahweh had attended to the Israelites, and that he had seen their misery. And they knelt down, and they worshipped. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. In chapter 3, God appeared to Moses and told him that God had picked him to go lead the Israelites out of Egypt. Moses started giving excuses for why he shouldn't be the one. His first excuse was, Who am I? And God responded that God will be with him. His next excuse was that he didn't know God's name. So God explained his name, Yahweh, to him. Now in chapter 4, Moses continues with his excuses. He asks, What if they don't believe that Yahweh appeared to him? So God gives Moses three signs, his staff turning into a snake and back into a staff, his hand turning diseased and back to normal, and water turning into blood. Moses' next excuse is that he can't speak very well. It isn't clear if Moses had a real speech problem or just didn't feel like he was a polished speaker, but God's response is to ask, who made his mouth? God knows exactly what Moses can and cannot do, and God says he will give him the words. Finally, Moses asks God to just pick someone else. And God is angry with Moses. He tells him that Aaron, his brother, is coming, and Aaron will speak for Moses. God will speak to Moses, and Moses will speak to Aaron, his brother. And Aaron will talk to the elders and to Pharaoh. So Moses went to Jethro, his father-in-law, and asked permission to go to Egypt. So Moses goes back to Jethro, his father-in-law, and asks permission to visit his brothers in Egypt and he receives permission. God tells Moses that the people in Egypt that wanted to kill Moses have all died. So Moses starts off with his wife and his sons. God tells Moses to tell Pharaoh that Israel is God's son, God's firstborn. So if Pharaoh doesn't release God's son, God is going to kill Pharaoh's firstborn. Then we have this short but odd story that happened on the way to Egypt. God comes to kill him. The hymn isn't specified, but we naturally assume Moses. So Zipporah circumcises her son, and this solves the problem, and God doesn't kill him. Zipporah uses this phrase, bridegroom of blood, to refer to Moses. So God tells Aaron to go meet Moses. So Aaron meets Moses at the mountain of God where Moses had seen the burning bush, and where Moses and Aaron were going to bring the Israelites when they come out of Egypt. 
Then Moses and Aaron go together and get the elders of Israel together and explain that God is going to save them. And they do the signs, and the Israelites believe. And now for a deeper dive. I think we have to talk about this bridegroom of blood. This seems to stick out here as very strange. First, on a practical level, I think the issue is that Moses hadn't circumcised his son as he should have, as an Israelite and part of God's covenant. And Moses needs to do this before he starts leading God's people. There is some question if God was going to kill Moses or the son. Then, in the context, God had just been talking about his son, Israel, and Pharaoh's son, who will be killed. And then we have Moses' son, who needs to be circumcised. The word blood is often used in connection with a death. Let me just say that I don't have all the dots connected here, so this is something to continue to think about. But we have to see at least a little bit how this connects to Jesus. Israel is the son who didn't obey God. Jesus is the son who fully obeyed God. Jesus is God's son. And yet, Jesus had to suffer and die, giving his blood. And Jesus becomes the bridegroom of blood. You could say that God did kill Jesus because it was his will that it would happen. And because of this sacrifice, Jesus bought us out of slavery to sin. He purchased us with his blood. And in Revelation, the people Jesus purchased are pictured as the bride, getting married to Jesus. So Jesus is the bridegroom of blood. Now I wonder how much of this Moses understood. Would he have made so many excuses if he really understood? Would we make our own excuses if we really understood what God has done for us? Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible, copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.